Shady Talking Sports. It is Thanksgiving, November 26, 2020. Had my whole day set up today. You know, Lions are always the first game. So you got Lions, Texans, and you got the Cowboys versus the, I always want to say, what the fuck, the Washington football team. And then you have the Ravens visiting the Steelers. Well, the Ravens, suppose, I don't know, one of the coaches broke protocol and whatever, and now like nine or ten players have tested positive, and the coaches, and there's going to be fines. And the Steelers, because of stupidity of another team, is having their schedule all screwed up. So now the game is not tonight. It is now Sunday nationally on NBC. So Fox is moving some of their games from 1 o'clock to 4 o'clock, or they're moving games in the Pittsburgh in Baltimore area from one to four, so they don't conflict with the game. I mean, it's just, it's just freaking nuts. And I understand it's COVID and there's a lot going on right now. And it's not that. It's just that, you know, we don't have anything this year. You know, I'm, I'm staying home, staying in, staying. You know, Michigan's away, which is, you know, she goes away every year. But, you know, it's a year to do with friends. I would have went to Bill's house this year, but you know what? It just. Too much shit going on. People coming from all over, and I don't, you know, and I didn't nothing, nothing against Bill or anybody or friends. You know, you just have people coming from all over, and it's just putting too many, too many, you know, chips in the well. Whatever I don't want, you, whatever you want to call it. I, I just didn't want to deal with it. So at least I had the game at night, which I probably was going to fall asleep watching anyway. But it just makes sense for 2020 that all this happened. Is what I'm trying to say. And then I saw that Marcus Paul was rushed to the hospital on Tuesday, and he ended up passing yesterday, 54 years old. Juan Rivera played with him on the Bears. He was from Syracuse. And the strength and conditioning coach there, he followed to the Pats, to the Giants, to the Cowboys. 54 years old. You know what I mean? You just, I'm, I'm 51. I'm going to be 52, and I read that stuff, and it just, like, it blows my mind. And not in a good blows my mind in a good way. It blows my mind in a terrible way, like, why would it blow my mind in a good way? It's just, yeah. It's it's scary. And Bumble sends me a very raunchy, funny. He sent me he sent me a turkey. I don't know who the turkey is. It looks like Schwarzenegger, but he sent me one of a woman. <laughs> it was pretty funny. I gotta be honest with you. And uh, maybe laugh. It's Thanksgiving, you know, it's crazy. And I, like, I want to watch the Thanksgiving Day Parade, which I think I just fell asleep on. I'm training Gumbo Chef a little bit, so I was trying to do a podcast and then get to do a, then train him. And I, I got to see what the parade looks like this year because there's not going to be anybody there. If you've never been, you should always, go. I, I recommend everybody, but this is not the year. I was talking to my friend Izzy. And they're going to Texas for work. I mean, they're both in the restaurant industry. Probably I shouldn't be saying. But I mean, I just it's, that's how crazy things are now. That they, I mean, who who would have thunk that they had to leave New York to work in the restaurant industry because there's no work here because everything's shutting down. And to survive, they had to move out. Well, she's from originally from Texas, but that's not what they expected to do. And they're going to move out. Well, they're going to test it out for a couple months. But still, they're going to test it out for a couple months. It just sucks. It really does. It's, um, yeah, not going to lie to you. Yeah. It really does. And 2020 is just a year. Everybody said, everybody's saying, fuck 2020. Yeah. I'm not denying that. I'm, 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 I'm not going to say that isn't true. And then there was a game today 
at two o'clock it was Colorado State against Air Force and I think Colorado State had numbers going up so that game got canceled Ohio State Illinois is in trouble of not happening and, and then I was watching the Dean Dome, which is eerie. I mean, it was it's empty, empty Dean Dome. Now, you can hear everybody. You, you heard some F-bombs and all that stuff. And they end up beating in the college, college of Charleston, which is in the top seven all-time in winning percentage. That's how good they are. And their coach just doesn't know how to wear a mask. He had on the Under Armour mask. I bought that one to, to coach the kids with because that's supposed to be the best mask they have. And it ends up that um, – oh, Cuomo the turkey. I was I'm like, who's dancing in the outfit? He says, Cuomo the turkey. And it's empty. So they end up winning 79-60. And it was, at one point they were losing. They only, went, they only went four for 17 from three UNC. But this Dayron Sharp, good God. He almost had a double-double. I love that Roy Williams is now 18-0 and in home openers. Usually your home opener is a joke. Well, College of Charleston is not a joke. But, I mean, it's the easier to play cream cup. Cream, cream puffs, say that five times fast. And Garrison Brooks, 3 for 10 from the field. He's the the preseason ACC player of the year. He, but he did have a team-high 11 rebounds. But they have a bunch of young guys, freshmen coming in, and they were on the boards. They had some, they had some white dude who was like, I thought he was going over there, but he was just leaping over everybody getting rebounds. And in the first half, they got they were out-rebound. But once they got going, he said it's a young group that didn't really have an exhibition season they went right into games and it's going to take them time to gel but that is a big group of kids they look a lot different than last year's team that was Roy Williams first ever losing team with Cole Anthony who now was drafted by the Magic but I watched I watched the second half of that game then I watched uh Samford I put it on because I thought I was a it was a typo Samford was playing Greenville and that Greenville was a D3 team it was an exhibition game, I found out, because I couldn't find it on the... I guess it wasn't a real game, but it was an exhibition game. Samford has a coach, Bucky McMillan. It's called Bucky Ball. This is a guy who's went right from high school. The last 12 years, he... 37-year-old guy, he previously led Mountain Brook High School in Alabama from 2000 to 2020. They went 337-74, and 74, winning five state championships. They play Alabama A&M next on Sunday, but this is it. So they're up 102.50 at the half. I was, I, I was like, this has to be a typo. They, Greenville last year in D3 averaged 133 points a game. I think they shot every 10 seconds. That's what the way they play. So Sanford wins 174.99. Bucky McMillan. Yeah, unbelievable. 102 to 50 at the half. Well, they say, it says here they, I saw 102 50. 174.99. 10 players scored 10 or more points for Sanford. Redshirt senior guard Myron Gordon had 28. Sanford shot 64%, 47.6% from three. They also out rebounded Greenville 58 39, which they should do, and committed 23 fewer turnovers, 41 to 18. Jared Johnson had 21 to lead Greenville. It says here there was 99.50. I thought I thought I saw one or two fifty. So I must have been 99. Still 99 points to half. Unbelievable. And Sanford ended the half on an 18-0 run in under three minutes. So you got a 37-year-old guy who went from high school to college. And I know they played a D3 team, but 
174 is 174. Buckyball, they call it. I don't know, man. It's I, I'd love to have season tickets to that. And then I couldn't sleep. I went to bed. Well, I couldn't fall asleep, so I'm watching TV. And somebody tweeted something. I think it was Ralph Russo, a guy I follow on the AP. And it says, it's 112, 112. I'm like, what the, what's 112, 112? So Georgia State is playing Georgia Tech. <laughs> three, four overtimes. Georgia State beats Georgia Tech 123-120. Game took almost three and a half hours. Georgia Georgia State's first win ever over a ACC opponent and their first win at Georgia Tech since 1976. I was like, holy shit. I was like, wow. Oh, my God. I was like, holy crap. That's pretty freaking amazing. And then I, uh, one side I go to, they always have the what-the-fuck stat of the day. One season in New Orleans, and Zion Williamson is now the longest tenured player on the Pelicans roster because they got rid of everybody. They got rid of everybody. How crazy is that? A lot of turnover. I still think they didn't get, uh, well, they got, um, who did they get? Uh, they get Stan Van Gundy, now the coach. Trevor Lawrence says his game Saturday versus Pittsburgh is his senior day, so senior night, so he's coming out. Darnold was limited in practice, but trending upwards, so we'll see how that works out. And Mekki Becton, left tackle, is leading the fan voting in the AFC for offensive tackles. And also rookie punter Braden Mann is leading the conference at his position. And Logan Ryan is the third most votes of free safety, of the safeties in the Pro Bowl voting this year. That's it. And I think the Steelers lead everybody with the most Pro Bowl votes. Because they should have 10 and 0. And the Jets and Packers, the Jets are only 10, the Packers are 7 and 3, have the same turnover differential this season, net zero. Now, I don't think the Jets have the same uh, talent level or quarterback as the Packers, but that's kind of crazy. And the Packers are 7 and 3, and the Jets are 0 and 10. And also, I would take Matt LaFleur any day over the offensive genius. Adam Gase. And Juju Schuster-Smith was not happy. He said, the first NFL takes away our bye week because our team can't get their COVID situation together. Because no team can't get their COVID situation together. Now they take away our Thanksgiving primetime game for the same reason. Shaking my head. Okay, I hear you. And the Panthers, so Teddy Bridger was supposed to play this week. And also P.J. Walker, who I love out of the XFL, played at Temple for Matt Rule. I wanted to see him play again. and But the Christian McCaffrey is out. That's what I read. He's out against the Vikings. And, you know, people are getting upset about Thanksgiving because Lions is the 81st Thanksgiving day, game dating back to 34. Cowboys will play in their 53rd game dating back to 66. People want to change. And I, I never thought I'd say this, but I do. I kind of want, uh, you know, I mean, it's cool to watch the show and watch them, watch them play. And, the you know, the Cowboys and the Redskins are playing for something. But it's Alex Smith against Andy Dalton which is not the matchup, well, I, I, I don't know Alex, but Andy Dalton, no bueno. And I did, take, I did switch back to Zeke, so Ezekiel will probably stink for my fantasy. And I'm actually going to go against my cousin Hal. Yeah. Well, I wish Happy Thanksgiving did not get back to me. You didn't like her. Some people did, but they did not. And Tua has a left thumb, thumb injury, thim, that limited in practice. And Nick Saban has uh, COVID again which means that he will not be coaching. No. The, it was a false positive the first time that's what Michigan said to me, and, well, I guess now it's a positive. So he's not going to coach at the Iron Bowl. 
And Rashad Bateman, who was second in the Big Ten in catches and receiving yards, Minnesota, Wisconsin was canceled this weekend. I couldn't get that out of my mouth. I was thinking about the team before saying it. And he's moving on to the next stage. He's going to get ready for the draft. I guess he realizes there's too much craziness going on. Let's end this. And Minnesota also was having a very shitty season. Oklahoma, West Virginia is now going to be played December 12th. Charlie Morton now signed with the Braves, so now they're going to have a pretty strong, you know, this is a guy whose last couple of years has been really good pitching. He's been 47 and 18 the last, uh, since 2017 with the Astros. He's pitched better than Clayton Kershaw, Zach Wheeler, and even Blake Snell, and I think he's going to help the team, whatever. And I saw this, that Chicago State head coach Lance Irvin won't coach this season due to COVID concerns, waiting for a response from school. The season tips off in a matter of hours. And then I saw Maradona passed at the age of 60. I'll be honest with you, after all the problems, and this is a guy who had major drug problems, and I know he was a great player, and people talk about him so glowingly as a player, and I think that's, as a player, yes, yes. And the hand of God, where they, you know, he had a handball, he touched the ball, and whatever, and Argentina won the World Cup, and you have to give props for all that. And they did a documentary on him, which I was going to watch, and then I never watched the whole thing, I gotta find, I think it was on HBO or something, and basically it went into when he moved to Italy and he got really involved into, you know, he was doing a lot of cocaine. And, you know, he was, I think he coached the Argentinian national team and he was doing pop stuff and you get to a point, I, I remember reading about Philip Sumer Hoffman at the end of his life where, you know, they were talking to somebody, a doctor, where they said eventually you get to a point where, you know, your heart can't take all the abuse after a while it just has to stop like you can't keep abusing 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 and you know it eventually happens so I didn't feel this like oh a Maradona you know I was like oh I'm, I'm surprised he lived this long that's what actually came through my head was wow he actually lived that long yeah so I'm I saw him play yeah very good player very good player I don't think I was into football as much. I mean, I would watch it, but I, I played it, but I didn't watch it. It wasn't a sport I watched religiously. But rest in peace. You know, you don't want anybody to pass, but you know what I mean? And Yeah, I, I just, I read all that and I was like, oof. And I watched a movie called, oh, you know what? None of those pictures came through. So I watched a movie with, that's funny. None of the pictures came through. I was watching a movie, and Gumbo Chef's friend was in the was in the movie uh, something intelligence. So Ben Falcone's married to Melissa McCarthy, and the two of them do movies together. And super intelligent. So it's a movie with Melissa McCarthy and what the hell is it called? Super intelligence. And Bobby Cannavale's in it. It's a great cast. And it really freaking was, you know, I, I, I watched it for like an hour, 45 minutes. And when it ended, I just was like, you know, this is a really freaking not, not a good movie. Not a good movie at all. And I read a review about it that made me think like, you know, this is a perfect summation of 
everything that's wrong with filmmaking. And you know, I keep saying, you know, I sound like a broken record saying I gotta write a, I have to write another script. They said it, you know, even said Extremely Little Bar set by Falcone and McCarthy's previous films together that something as forgettable and as funny as Superintelligence won't be filed as a total disaster. It's just another regrettable waste of her talent and another reminder of the best marriages can lead to the worst movies. Wait, and there was one really good. And there was another. So he said, this is a guy, David uh, Ehrlich from IndieWire. He said, faster than you can say, Alexa, show me a piece of streaming content that crystallizes the grim future of feature-length comedies that have to satisfy as an algorithm, but not a theatrical audience. You're watching a lifeless, laugh-free slab of nothing like Superintelligence, which starts with, what if Skynet, but with jokes, and then just gasps for air for the next 105 minutes. That is a review. That, my friends, is a review of a movie. Yeah, and it just... I couldn't sleep, so I watched. I said, let me watch the rest. I want to see what's going to happen here. And I was not. No. Yeah, Georgia State was their first win since January 21st, 76, in Georgia, at Georgia Tech. And Bruce Aaron says, Buck Center A.Q. Shipley may have suffered a career-ending neck injury, which really sucked. And Villanova was picked uh, number one in the country. They had to hold off the worst team in the ACC, Boston College, 76-67. I mean, you know, they avoided an upset with Mohegan Sun, and that's the thing they said. BC, always the first game's tough. Oh, and I'm sorry. So Rashad Perrin was second in catches with 336 and fourth in receiving with 472. He's going to go to the – he was going to be a first-round pick regardless. He's a good player. And Matt Nagy didn't name Mitch Trubisky as a starting quarterback, but it's looking that way. Because Trubisky right shoulder practice in full on Wednesday while Nick Foles' hip pointer was sat out. So Sunday night against the Packers, we'll see how that works out. And Emmett Otter's Jug Band Christmas is not on Disney. It's on Amazon Prime. I guess send that to Lanker. Yeah, Villanova. And it's the first game of the season. There's no fans. It's a little crazy right now, so let's take it for what it is. And the NBA has postponed the 2021 All-Star Weekend in Indy to be held February 2024. And Michael Jordan donated $2 million in the last dance proceeds to Freeding America charity. Yeah. And I did a TikTok yesterday and I got over, hey, got over 1,200 views, broke my record, which I was very excited about. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, Trevor Lawrence says, yeah, I don't know. It's hard to anticipate how I feel. I know there will be a lot of emotions. This is, you know, kind of like since I'm graduating in December, this is my senior night. So I guess he'll go to the Jets. And Randall Cobb is on the IR with a toe injury. So he's not playing Thursday. I don't think Kenny Galladay is playing Thursday. Yeah, the leading Pro Bowl getter, Pat Mahomes, was the most with 143,000 votes. Yippee Kaye, Mada. Yeah. You get the drift. Sent out some videos for. Oh, and LSU, man. This is from the the SAAC, the I guess the Student Athlete Advisory Committee. They said LSU because all the sexual harassment charges. 
well, not sexual assault. One, she went to her freaking college coach, and she said that that victims of sexual assault be supported in having their concerns heard. That LSU fully comply with Title Title uh, IX law, Title IX law, conducted conducting timely, fair, and to the fullest extent legally possible transparent investigation of all claims. That all officials supervising any aspect of Title. Nine enforcement and processing of allegations be highly qualified and independent from other departments at LSU, which it should be. That any official found to be in violation of Title IX rules be held accountable. That LSU fully review its Title IX processes in order to ensure just outcomes. Ladies, that was that's ridiculous, and you got to get you got to get people off the campus and not let it happen, and that should never happen. Yeah, and then the. The golf on freaking Chuck, yeah, yeah, ridiculous. I'm not watching that crap. Nope, not happening. Not this week. No. And and Saban has symptoms. They said I was like, damn. A lot of basketball. I was all this basketball, and I was like, god damn, there was a lot of basketball yesterday. But I watched a couple of games tonight. Yeah, it was fun. Now, did I miss? That's what I was trying to see. Did I miss anything? I guess really nothing's really happening right now. No. Yeah. Sucks about Marcus Ball. Rest in peace. Argentina in the road filled with vehicles and fans to, as legend's body makes way to presidential palace. Cleveland Browns closing team facility. It's not good. Not good at all. And Alex, Coach Ron Rivera wants Alex Smith back in Washington next year for his leadership and simply how he's played. And Ravens had additional positive tests on Wednesday, as source tells the fourth day of outbreak. Not good. When I saw this, that the Supreme Court temporarily blocks Governor Cuomo from setting co coronavirus ca capacity limits on religious services. They had a Hasidim, Hasidim, uh, Hasidic wedding in in Brooklyn with over a thousand people. It's like that's nuts. I was like, yeah, crazy. Just it's it's nuts. Shit should never, ever, ever happen, ever. Yeah, people say no turkey bowl. I used to play football on Thanksgiving. It was awesome. I was so sore. And that night I went to see Cape Fear with with uh, Nick Nolte and Robert De Niro. It was, and I couldn't sit still. I was like, oh my God, this all hurts. Oh shit, this hurts. Oh my God. They said the jobs uh, Steven Silas signed up for with Houston is not the one he is now. Same for Doc Rivers in Philly. Maybe Steve Nash in Brooklyn. And most of the other nine new nine NBA coach, coaches. But it is. You have to deal with. You took the job. Now you're going to have to deal with everything. All right. So today, who do I like? Yeah, I was going to do. I, 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 got, I got nothing. I, I think the Lions and the Cowboys. Lions, 28-17. Cowboys, 42-35. All, I got for today. all right, let's get to trivia questions because I love me a good trivia question. 
it's not working. It's a little kooky looky. All right, last show trivia question. This is interesting. Superintelligence last night took place in Seattle. So yesterday's trivia question was only time in MLB postseason series history that it ended on an extra inning hit that turned a deficit into victory. So it was only time in MLB postseason series history that the game ended on an extra inning hit that turned a deficit into a victory. Game five of the ALDS at 95, which led to the Mariners beat the Yankees 6-5 in 11 innings, which led to the firing of Buck Showalter, which brought in Joe Torre, which led them to go on the epic run that they did with Derek Jeter, Posada, Pettit, and uh, Bernie Williams, to name a few. So the winning hit, the winning hit, the run, and winning pitcher all are in the Hall of Fame. Ken Griffey Jr. scored the run. Edgar Martinez had the game-winning hit, and Randy Johnson in relief got the win. How about that? All three players involved in the win on the Hall of Fame. Crazy. And in the movie last night, Superintelligence, he's a, uh, Bobby Cannavale is a huge Mariners fan. Okay. Crazy. Okay. Today's trivia question. Most strikeouts by a pitcher in his first two career World Series starts. What pitcher had the, what, what, what pitcher had the most strikeouts in his first two career World Series starts? And he, he I'll give you, I'll give you a hint. He passed this year. He died this year. We had a lot of athletes die this year. I mean, it's a bad year as it is. All right. Today, I am very thankful for Michigan, who I love very much, for Mr. and Mrs. S, my parents, my friends, Bill Harris Gumbo Chef in particular. They've all been there for me. They're always there for me. Uh, James always making me laugh. Big A, always good guys, good people. Scott, LG, Rhonda. I know I'm missing people. Joey Bum Bumbles, Bumbles and Babs. They had a, you know, they got engaged this year. A lot of good things happened this year, folks. A lot of bad things happened this year. But we're gonna get through everything. Okay? E, wishing you a very happy and healthy. He's a grandfather, which is kind of crazy. He's <laughs> a grandfather, which is awesome. The, the buffest grandfather in the world. Let's put it at that. So everybody. And uh, my friend Barbara, who I went to Edinburgh with, she's listening to the show. And uh, my cousin Hal, my cousin Joel. I'm forgetting people. If I am, I really apologize. Yeah, I'm forgetting people. I just want to be thankful. Thankful for what we have, okay? Happy, happy, healthy Thanksgiving. All right? Have a great day. Peace out.